Hello, you are now tuned in to the Let's Talk About It podcast. Where no question is too dumb and no conversation is too deep. I'm your host, AP. Let's agree to disagree and keep that same energy. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all got dollars spinning every single month. Nothing off limits. Yeah, whoa. No capping. Let's talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk about it. Hello, 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 party people. We are back with episode number eight. We, we've been going hard, y'all. It's episode number eight of the Let's Talk About It podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Patterson, and this episode is brought to you by the good folks over at BreakTheCycleGear.com. Can I get an amen? So, uh, amen. y'all y'all know what this podcast is about. It's uh, private conversations that we have in public. No conversations off limits, and uh, we just going to talk about it. So tonight, we are talking about is weed, is marijuana. Is Mary Jane a sin? Is Mary is Mary Jane a sin? That's that that that's that's the conversation we have tonight, y'all. And uh, I have four Christians. That's crazy. I got four Christians tonight who are on opposite sides of this issue. Me personally, um, I'm not against it, but I was just raised that like you know, you just don't get high. And I, I I did it. I did it. And I have other Christian friends with me who are on the opposite side. So I want y'all to know that we don't all think alike. Black people are not monolithic. We got my one white boyfriend, Lucas Armstrong, in the building as well. So I'm going to start bringing my guests. And y'all ready to talk about it? is weed a sin? Is marijuana a sin? Is you going to hell if you smoke weed? We're going to talk about it tonight. Okay, okay. All right, first, I have my homie Lucas. Uh, say what up to my homie Lucas. My, my white brethren. He's an ally. He's an ally. He's an ally. My homie Lucas. Say what up hey, to the people, Lucas. On? Hey, what's going on, everybody? You doing good? You sure. doing it? I got my homie Jay uh, from the Cruise Hip Hop Corner. It's a Christian, uh, their Christian media blog, bro. They keep that same energy. They savage. I love them. That's what we need in the industry. Say what up to the people real hey, quick, Jay. Hey, what's popping, man? If you don't get down, you're going to lay down. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my battle rap thing going, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm supposed to say here, man. It's, it's great being here, AP. Thank you for having me on, man. Of course, of course. And I got my homie Chris. He's the second time on the Let's Talk About It podcast. Chris McNear, the CEO of a Ford Music Group. Talk to the people real, real quick, Chris. Oh, he muted. We're going to do you one more time. Oh, say, that. <laughs> say it again. What's say it up? again. <laughs> what's up? What's up, people? Y'all know what time it is. Uh, y'all know my thought process on various different things. So, hey, I, I can't wait to jump in this conversation. Let's get it. So we gonna set it off. Let's talk about it, fellas. Y'all ready to talk about it? Yes, sir. Y'all ready to talk about it? So uh, we just gonna set it off. So, uh, Jay. Yes, sir. As a Christian, um, how do you actually? Let me just say, what is your? I'm not even gonna talk for you. What is your viewpoint on marijuana, Jay? Um, I think it all depends on. Your, or at least let me talk about me. It all depends depends on my state, the stage of life that I'm in. Okay. Okay. So the youth group Christian, it was if you do that, it was an immediate sentence uh, to to hell and damnation, right? Um, after living a little bit, eh, you start to kind of see things a little bit differently. Uh, when we talk about marijuana, the easiest thing to say is, "Oh, well, it helps people medically." Right. Um, the other easy thing or cop out to say is that, well, it doesn't specifically mention marijuana in the Bible. Right. 
Those, yeah. those are the things that, that those are simple things. But as far as my personal view on it, um, I think it is a conviction issue. I don't think that it is a, a salvation issue. Um, I don't think that it's a whether or not it's really a sin. Um, and honestly, we could dive into the meat of that um, later on. But just as far as a quick take of what I believe, I really think um, it's a conviction issue. If God is convicting you of it, then you should not do it. If you cannot rest or cannot sleep or can't do anything um, because God is constantly beating you across the head on whether you should, uh, that you should not be doing it, then by all means you shouldn't be. Um, but if he's not convicting you of that and he's talking about something else, then I don't think it's something uh, that you should worry about as heavy. So that's where I'm at with it. Real quick, is are you watching the audio somewhere else? It's uh -uh. like uh, I feel like I could like you were lagging or something like that. Okay, I'm gonna keep it moving. So, so what you are saying is weed smoking weed is not a sin. It's between you and God, in your opinion. Am I? Am I like it's not a sin? You can't get sent to hell if you got, if God hasn't switch. told you to. Ah, uh, you good? So I'm, I'm gonna go to Chris. Do you kind of feel that same way? If God hasn't told you personally not to smoke. That is not a sin. It's a, it's a personal choice. Is that how you feel? Or I want to speak for you, but go ahead. Oh, most definitely. I mean, like, you know what? Uh, I think I think smoking weed is no more sinful than getting pissed off. To be honest with you, I think anything that really just takes you out of the state of mind where you can't focus or this, that, or the other. I think you know, what I'm saying that is sinful. You can be eating too much sugar and you you get too hyped and you can't sit down. You can't. Know what I'm saying it doesn't matter. Anything that takes you out of your element, I think that is what's sin within itself, because then you can't turn around and and figure things out. However, smoking weed within itself to me is not sinful. Just like having a glass of wine, having a beer is not sinful. You know what I'm saying? So um, and also I would say this too: like some people, they might smoke weed, this, that, the other, because you know what? They can't handle the pressures and stresses in life. I think within that aspect, now what you're doing is you're leaning on the 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 drug itself instead of praying, you know what I'm saying, which that's what you should be doing. You know what I mean? But smoking it itself is no more different than taking Adderall. It's no more different than taking any antidepressant, no more different than anything else. So weed itself, no, it's not simple. It's all about the intent and how you use it, what makes it simple to me. Oh, that's spicy. That's that's a spicy take. So, because I'm not, I'm gonna be real. Like, I take Adderall. I have ADD. I have AD. I have ADD. Not the H. I'm not yeah. hyper. <laughs> I take Adderall. <laughs> I I, I take Adderall. But it's something that I could live without. I don't need. But on it, it enhances. I guess you know I, I lose things. I'm all over the place. My wife will tell you. Um, if if my head. I would lose my head if it wasn't on my shoulders. So uh, real quick, I'm going to reset the room. So if you, if somebody watches right now, please share this to your wall. Tag a friend. We talk about is weed a sin? This isn't for Christians. This is for everybody. And I wanted to bring Christians on here who said it's not a sin to let y'all know that it's 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 a, even a hot topic uh, in the church. So, yes, you don't have to be a Christian to tune into this show. I wanted to bring Christians on to bring both sides of it. But yes, so please share this to your wall. Tag a friend. Is weed a sin? Can you smoke weed and get to heaven? So something you said, Chris and uh, and Jay, so can anybody, my question for y'all is, can you smoke weed and still be sober-minded in y'all opinion? Hmm. Facts. 
I think so. Can you explain how you could smoke weed and still be sober minded? Well, it's just oh go go you wanna go, Chris? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. Um I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. That everybody has their own limits. You know what I mean? And um and just like with drinking alcohol, or whatever, some people could drink eight beers. You know what I'm saying? So it depends on your body, how how often you've been exposed. Uh, how often you've been exposed to it, things of that nature, and that can turn around and like I got I, I got friends who turn around and smoke, and when they smoke, they actually a whole lot better when they smoke than when they don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, define define <laughs> a whole lot better. <laughs> hey, define. I mean, they even kill. They thinking right. They chill and everything else. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they off the wall. You know, like I very seldom have I heard anybody like kill somebody while being hot on weed. I've heard all about drinking and driving. I've heard about all about crackheads. I've heard all about people on um on Puff the Maggot Dragon, the PD, the the powder, the the whatever that stuff is, you know what I'm saying? The hallucinogens. But on weed for the most part, from what I've seen, I've seen people get chill. You know what I'm saying? And um so that's 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 my thing. It's like what is the intent and what is the purpose behind it? You know? And so everybody has a certain tolerance level to answer your question. Everybody has a tolerance level. And hey, you could just function just fine, just like any, any other type of drug. Even when you're on NyQuil, I mean, NyQuil puts you to sleep. All these other type of drugs that, that they give you, all these painkillers and stuff like that has side effects. Matter of fact, if you look on some of these different prescription pills, it says on a bottle, you know what I'm saying, that hey, it could turn around and, and, and alter your mood and things of that nature. So it's all about tolerance level, and your body does have tolerance levels. So, yeah. Lucas, as you an ex stoner, AP, you on that methamphetamine, huh? That, is that what Adderall is? <laughs> Amphetamine yeah. salt. Real talk. So, Lucas, as an ex stoner, do you think you could uh, smoke or take an edible, whatever it is? You don't got to smoke it and be sober minded. Because real quick, I, I Google what sober mind meant. I just, I want, I'm, I'm a man of definitions. So to be sober-minded, the definition is self-controlled, not toxicated, vigilant, and clear-headed. Can you in, can you inhale weed in any form, and can you be self-controlled, not toxicated, vigilant, and clear-headed? I, as far as like inhaling, no. If you mean like smoking, I don't think you could be sober-minded unless you take like half a hit and in my opinion i don't think that's enough to really i don't know i i don't think you can be sober-minded like i know sometimes it takes a hit or two but once it like starts to hit it like immediately alters it i i, I would say no i don't think you can be sober-minded after smoking a joint or a blunt or hitting a bowl or vaporizing it however you're doing it <laughs> i i don't think after that <laughs> You're considered sober-minded. Um, That's real. But I also, I want to say I agree with what Chris was saying, that, you know, like, your wife pissing you off could take you out of being sober-minded. So Facts. I understand what he's saying there, that, like, <laughs> we need to not necessarily look at it as it being bad just because, like, the culture says it is. Um but also not to, mm. I don't I don't know. I'm kinda like in this phase of my life where I'm like thinking probably a little bit more like these other gentlemen in here. But 
Oh, so you about to roll up when we get off? You about to roll up when from, we get off? No, no. From my experience, Jen, bro, like, sharing is you, can't, you can't smoke and tell me you're sober-minded. Like he so says, Jay, Jay, can you, do, out, like, Jay, do you think you could inhale weed or eat edible or whatever and be clear-headed and sober-minded no. and vigilant and not, not toxicated? I've done it. Yeah. So yeah. define, how can you how, define that for me? It's Please tell me how you can, go ahead. Well, here's the deal. So it depends on what you, because a lot of people is going to say, well, the fact that you inhaled it, you're immediately not sober-minded. But based off of your definition, that's not what that means, right? Based off of your definition, if I can make correct decisions, if I can control myself, then I'm sober, right? Based off of the definition that you read. But the problem is, is that, oh, well, you have that in you, so you're not sober-minded. A case can be made that when you take Adderall, methamphetamine, you're... <laughs> relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> A case can be had that you're not sober-minded. Why? Because it alters your state. I've done Adderall, right? And, and it does. It alters your state. I'm hyped. I'm always, you know what I'm saying? Off the level and different. But when I take Adderall, I am the coolest, calmest, most focused person you'll ever meet. So you got the H in it. You ADHD. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm yeah. cool regardless. When I take right. the Adderall, I guess it just makes me focus. Focus. But right. but I don't need it. I don't need it. Like, I didn't take it for four or five years, and then I didn't get it again until I got my insurance. And I was like, hey, might as well. So I guess <laughs> I, 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 I got my insurance now, might as well, because I was taking it before I moved to Atlanta because I was getting money and I could afford it and I had insurance. So then when I came to Atlanta to go to ministry school, uh, I became I was 26. You know, when you're 26, you off your parents insurance and I had no bread. I was in ministry school. So I'm like, I ain't got no money for insurance. So I didn't take Adderall for four years. But as soon as I got back on it, I can't even cap. I can tell the difference in Aaron Patterson. The right. days when I drink a coffee and the days I don't. The day that I take my Adderall and the day I don't. So with that, what a like I'm not I want to get to the part where I know people say like weed heals, it's medicinal. That's easy. I understand that. That's what easy. I'm talking about is y'all recreational smokers. Y'all, I need y'all, I need the recreational smokers. Well, so between Jay, do you smoke right now? You might answer that question. Um you, I <laughs> I, I currently do not smoke. You currently you currently do not smoke. But no. or huh? So do you gave it up? Was it a conviction or you're just why did um, you give it up? Trying something new. Uh, me and God had a conversation and I'm trying something new. But again, it all that's why I said it depends on your personal conviction. You see what I'm saying? Uh, okay. me and God had a conversation. We're gonna try something new. You know what I'm saying? But here's the deal. People are able to do ministry and touch people's lives. Hi, they do it all the time. That is, that's what I am trying. That's what I struggle with, yo. I'm not even gonna cap. Like they do it all the time. Maybe it's because I was a stoner. When I'm talking like four or five blunts a day, I was such a stoner. I started selling weed because I don't feel like buying it no more. That's why I started selling weed because I'm like, I need money and I don't feel like paying for it. People gonna come to me to smoke. So why I struggle with it is because. I know what it did to me when I was in the world. When I was in the world, I know what this drug did. Like, I could have went to prison. I know it's decriminalized now. I know what it did for my spirit and my soul. It made me dependent on something else other than Jesus. So, Amen. mental health 
it's one of those conversations that it gets sticky for me because I know that there are some people who literally struggle with uh, depression, with anxiety, bipolar. I know these are legit things that people struggle with and they smoke to, 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 to ease that. But then I also think there's some people on the other side of that. You just need to pray. You just need to pray. You just need to pray. Like you not, you haven't found you. You're like, yes, you're anxious and depressed, but it's because you, I don't even. I don't, don't want to. You know what I mean, though. It's like you're not clinically depressed. You're not clinically anxious or bipolar. You just de- are dependent on a drug. You're dependent on a drug, and any to me, anything that gets in the way of Jesus. And again, if you're not a Christian, this don't go for y'all. If you're not a Christian, you're not going to... I'm just talking about for believers. To me, anything that gets in the way of you conversing with God, to me, it has to be wrong. If that makes... So I, read, I Go ahead. Read the Word of God high? Say it again. Have you ever read the Bible high? Uh, probably. I'm not going to lie. Probably. <laughs> not since I got saved, though. Not since I got saved. But the reason why I'm asking is because I have. And some of the the mysteries and the things that you can't see on the surface level, being high, it opens that. Just keeping it above. So being high brings you closer to God, you think? I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Okay, I don't want to misquote you. I don't want to misquote you. I didn't say that. But what I am saying is is there are certain... Have you read the Bible on Adderall? Yeah. And how did that... How did you feel? Did you feel like that you understood more of what you were reading? But that's just I I understand everything more on that road. I hate read I hate reading. Okay, so, yeah, all right, so all right. right, I hate reading too. But, <laughs> but that that's more or less kind of where where I'm going with it. I don't think it's our place to say whether or not it's a sin because if you continue to to do this, well, is this a sin? Well, is this a sin? Well, is this a sin? You lose focus on what truly matters. You see what I'm saying? And God is what truly matters. You see, God is going to work the will and the doing to you. You kind of bringing it back full circle when we Christian wise, right? God yeah. work that will and that do in you. It is not you. You can't do it. You're not good enough. You don't know enough. You're not strong enough without him. That's real. Okay, so real quick, I want everyone to answer to this. So, I'm sorry for the unbelievers. I'm gonna read a scripture real quick, y'all, for the unbelievers. I'm sorry. First Corinth, First Corinthians ten twenty three says, "You say I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial." So, it's Paul is saying in this scripture. Paul is saying like, "Okay, you can." But is it better? Is anything that will make you depend on that thing instead of God? Is that truly beneficial? Anything, anything under the book, anything under the sun, take weed out of it. Is that truly, is that thing beneficial? Just because you can do it with your free will, does that mean we should? That's my, that's my, that's my question for y'all. Of course not. I mean, that's the easy answer. I mean, because you can go and eat at a buffet every day, but should you? Quick side note, I thought buffet meant all you can eat. I didn't realize that. <laughs> somebody, uh, it, buffet don't mean all. I don't want to get off track, but <laughs> Chris, I want you to answer that question. Because uh, I'm not going to repeat what we said in text because I, I don't do that. But like you said, like you in the army, so you can't smoke even if you wanted to, correct? Correct. 
You correct. So, but, uh, but just like I told you, the day I retire, <laughs> what you doing? Just want to pop. The day you the, the day you retire, you roll it up. You said you roll no, it up. The day, day I'm completely out, I got my paperwork signed, honorable honorable discharge. It's on and popping. But let me let me let me let me take a step back. Let me explain why. You know what I'm saying? I'll I'll tell you that being in the military. There's a lot of individuals who suffer from PTSD, who suffer from all types of, like you said, mental type stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I will even double down. There's some people I would say that, you know, just like I was telling you earlier that some people become more chill. I would say that some type of medical, some some type of weeds, weed and other drugs like that helps people stabilize their thought process because sometimes their brain is just spinning. Like my brain is constantly going nonstop. Sometimes I'm just tired because my brain is spinning, 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 spinning. And I can't get a mental break because my brains just keep on going. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I would say that just like how um, your man was talking about how turn around and and arguing with your wife will turn around and make you not sober because you're just so infuriated. I would say that, hey, no, it's smoke. We would probably make that person sober minded when they just that far to the left because they're upset. You know, um, also, I would say this is everything beneficial. Just, you know, like like you were saying, some things are beneficial. I mean, this can be beneficial. We're, the reason why the reason why we have Adderall and all these other drugs is because guess what? They those properties help people. And when you look at a person talking about recreation, I I will say this. You know, we, we talk about doctors, but let's let's go real. Let's get real. If we go to the doctor and say, "Hey, you know what, doctor? I'm sad. How sad are you?" He might ask you. I'm, I think I'm about it from a scale of one to eight. Well, how often are you sad? Well, shoot, I've been sad every day for the past week because I can't pay my bills, because I can't do this, because I can't do that. Oh, okay, well, I think you're depressed. So when it comes down to actual, like, clinical depression and everything else, or clinical anything, all they do is turn around and put up a little chart and say, he said, yes, 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 yes. Boom, he's clinically depressed. It's not like they turn around and pull blood to see, look at your, check your hormone levels or see if there's something type of imbalance in you. They just go over what you tell them to, what you, what you tell and, them. And that's what makes it hard for me. Like, how do we know who's depressed and actually anxious and who just really needs to get a prayer life? We really don't know. Like, it, it, we don't. I think that's the biggest issue. You say it's not, not our job. job to try to figure out. You see what I'm saying? And, and, I, and that's the point that I've been trying to point to people. Because especially in the music industry that we're in, that's what a lot of people try to do, especially fans. But that's not your job to determine that. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, well, I got insurance so I can get Adderall. But if you didn't yeah, have insurance, it'd be a lot easier to get some weed, which has the same <laughs> effects. I'm just saying, which has the same effects as Adderall. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm defending the use of weed again. It is a conviction mm -hmm. issue. If God has convicted you of it, then you should stop. If God has not, because he's working on you on something else. Like my thing is, as Chris said, there are a lot of medical reasons that people can use weed. That's the easy cop out. We're talking, that's the, I'm, I'm not cop out. I don't want to say it like, but that's the easy answer, right? And, and, I and agree. like I said, the Bible doesn't say anything specifically about it. That's easy, but let's talk real. Let's not use the easy thing. Let's talk real. Let's but, talk about it. Exactly. Hey, no pun intended, but I see you. Plug. But that's my thing. Has God convicted you of it? And our job is not to sit here and be investigators. Well, are you really depressed? What does that matter? Do you but really have around to not focus? Lucas, I want you to answer that question. Do you think do you think it's um between a 
Because certain things like we can all agree, like premarital sex. Okay. That's not between you and God. We can all agree if you follow the Bible, premarital sex is a sin. Do you think weed is under that same category? Like it's not a your own conviction thing. It's no, if you are a Bible believing Christian, just because it doesn't say it in the Bible per se, that doesn't mean do it. Like, how do you think it's what Chris and um what uh what Chris and Jay were saying that it's a conviction thing or nah, it's like if you're a believer, I'm not judging the person who smokes. Not judging that person, yeah. but saying you got to eventually come out of this lifestyle. So I don't think it's like uh, in the Bible, it's a sin. Oh, my bad. I'm not saying it's like a in the Bible, it's a sin thing. I would say it's a, a conviction thing. But see what, what my issue is, is like, now I was smoking weed like every day. Like up Same. until I went to ministry school, Same. like I was in California with my medical marijuana card, I didn't have no bills to pay. Like I came back home with a backpack full of stuff. But what changed me was the the supernatural power of God. And so when they're saying like it's a conviction thing, it's a conviction thing. My opinion is, if if everybody just leaned into God and the power of the Spirit, I feel like they don't like out of all like if everybody really leaned into God and let him do for them what he wants to do for them, then those anxieties, those depressions would be comforted by his spirit. And there might be like a handful of people who he's like, yo, those are the ones who really need this plant outside of if anything, like he would be like these select you like are the ones who need it outside of my powers because like the ability I had to just stop smoking weed and I had tried to stop before, like once I encountered God's spirit, I didn't know what it was, but I encountered something like I'm telling you the ability to stop smoking weed because I was addicted, bro. Like the ability for me to stop it. There's no other explanation for me besides the supernatural power of God, which isn't something I understood until I grew in my relationship with him. So like, Oh, this anxiety. Oh, this, like let them have that for their excuse to be smoking weed that's cool but it's like if you really lean in then like a majority of those cases and those reasons they're saying they're smoking weed like will like fall off through sanctification through the molding of your soul through communion with the spirit so but, like but that's what i'm trying to say is that so basically you're saying no it's a sin because everything you're saying is saying like, okay, if that's what you do, we're not judging you. But the closer you get to Jesus, you're not going to want to do this. So that you you on that side. There's a, it don't matter how close you are to Jesus, you can smoke weed if he ain't convicted you. So don't, that's what I'm saying. There's two different sides. There's the side that's saying the closer you get to Jesus, it's gonna fall off you. And I'm and I and I'm not going to lie, y'all. That's where I am at when I start this conversation. But lately, I've been seeing so many Christians talk about that. I'm like, hold on. Am I legalistic? Like, hold on. Do I need to change my mindset? And I, and I don't I don't want to get in the habit of because society and culture says something is okay, that I start changing my opinion to go with society. So I'm very, I'm very sober-minded about my opinion on these things, but I want to have the conversation because... I do think if somebody is dying of cancer and they want to eat an edible, I'm not like, you're going to hell. 
Yeah. I guess part of me is like, I understand extreme cases, but I don't understand the everyday average person who goes to work, has a job, does things, and they go home and they smoke to deal with their stress you because don't stress. But yeah. I, I, I'm saying I feel like I can talk on this topic because I was, I'm, I, I get, I'm depressed. Right. I get anxious. I have I have all these feelings and emotions. Same. Yeah. And when I have them, I pray, I listen to worship, and it it goes away. So it's hard for me, and I'm trying to have the conversation maybe with people that like see it differently because I just know in my life, like Lucas said, the the, the healing power of Jesus has transformed me. That doesn't mean Aaron doesn't get depressed. That doesn't mean Aaron doesn't get anxious. I still feel all those emotions every single day. But when they rise up in me, I now have a way out. The same way the Bible says, like, um, like the temptation, like no man, like every man's gonna have temptation, but he's always gonna offer you a way out. That's not dehumanizing people or saying that you're less than because you smoke. It's just like, do we believe in the power of God or do we not? And that's kind of where I'm at with it. So I'm I'm looking for my mind to be changed, but it feels like either we believe in the power of God to heal everything or we're saying everything but this, everything but that. But Aaron, I don't think, I don't think it's that deep though. Like, you know? <laughs> no, 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 seriously. Like, I think that that's the end. It's not that deep. This this walk with God, I think people make it so difficult, and it's really not that difficult, right? It's okay. it's about the tribe. God, like you said, the 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 miraculous power of the Holy Spirit is what changed you guys. Y'all didn't do that, so trying to to tell somebody that oh well that's not conducive to where you're trying to go or that. It doesn't change. Oh, I don't see how they can. It's not about that, right? Only God can do that. Only the conviction of the Holy Spirit can change them. And that's the only stance that I take on this. Like, we sit here and we're like, oh, well, they're smoking, so they're not as much of a Christian as the person that doesn't smoke. But that I'm not going to lie. I have thought that. But that person that. beats their I'm wife. But that person beats their <laughs> wife. And the, and the person and the person that smokes weed every day is the nicest person that you will ever meet. Has the perfect marriage. All of that. Nobody has a perfect marriage, but perfect. You get, I don't know who that one is. I don't know who that is. But you get what I'm saying, right? But that person in that. seminary school that goes to church every day has prayer meetings three times a week, always in their Bible, is nasty to the people that they work with. They can't that's that's a life. fact. There are a lot of sober Christians who are a holes. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna Dude, lie. You can be lie. you can be drunk on power or on arrogance and never touch a yeah. button in life. Let me ask y'all this. I'm asking you this, Chris. So, how would you feel if the doctor but delivering your your wife's baby was high? Would would you not? Would you be upset? How would you feel if the pilot driving your plane was high? It, are y'all that strong on it? Like, how would you feel? Oh, good question. The question is not is he high. The question is, is he sober. Ah, that's a good one. Because that's if he's sober, say, I don't say have a problem just, with it. Say he just smoked the L in the he smoked the L I, in the cockpit. I, I, I don't have a problem. Let me let me explain why. Like, we keep on talking about weed and everything else, and everybody's like, you know, just bashing weed. How come y'all don't have that same energy when it comes to alcohol? That's Man, there's people who's killing folks every single day because of alcohol. Yeah, everybody wants to, oh, weed this, weed that. What it is is that we have been programmed 
due to this Western society and culture that, that hey, weed is, just the, is, is, the, is, the, is the enemy of all enemies. I will tell you anything that causes you to be addicted to it is the enemy. Masturbation, your body produces dopamine. That chemical is inside your body. Shoot, I guess what? Hey, this probably who turn around who, who masturbates all day because of that dopamine that's, that's being injected into their bloodstream. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the weed is not the problem. The alcohol is not the problem. It's the intent and why you're doing it. And if you're doing it to a point where you can't turn around and focus and, and, and understand what your actions are, that is the problem. Smoke weed all day if you can focus. But let's not try to make try, not try to make weed something to be more when you when everybody else is doing all this other stuff. Like my man said, being high on power. You know what I'm saying? Turn around and drinking, doing all these different things. Oh, how about being a glutton? You know, you feel really good when you eat a whole box of pizza, don't you? <laughs> all those different chemicals that y'all trying to turn around to make you feel good. Like that's why why you think it's called the Food and Drug Administration. Anything that you ingest in your body goes to that one organization. Food can have some of the same elements of pushing, making you feel a certain type of way. I feel you, Chris. I'm just, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm struggling to be like, you know just what? Follow, yeah. Just follow the word. Just, just be sober-minded. But be sober-minded. But I'm, I'm going to tell y'all a quick story, a quick story. Oh, so I was high. I was high off my mind because I, I used to smoke. I, I was high off my behind, just high. And I was driving home from my homie's crib. It was like 1 a.m. And I was, I was driving from my homie's crib. It was 1 a.m. And I remember I was doing the same conversation. I was on the verge of kind of getting saved. But I was like, you know what, God? I want to do. I will give up everything but weed. That's I was talking with God. Like, God, can I smoke weed and love you? Cause God, like, I'll quit smoking, I'll quit drinking, I'll quit having sex, I'll quit beating off, I'll quit everything. God, just let me have my weed, Lord. Let me have my weed. And I was wrestling with him. I was wrestling. I was wrestling. So this one night, I was driving home, and um, I was at you know the four way intersections and all that. So I'm at the four way. I, I put on my brake and I look both ways, and you know I'm high. And uh, for some reason, I heard a voice say, "Go." So I was like, "Say less." So I put my foot on the gas and literally a car speeds right by me. But I put my foot on the gas and my car didn't move. And God goes, that's why, Aaron. And when I tell you, I put my car in park and I started bawling my eyes out. And it reminded me of the scripture. I'm going to paraphrase it, that the devil's like a roaring lion looking for souls to devour. Mm -hmm. So you might tell yourself you sober, but at any moment when you take something, you are now giving the enemy an open door. To play with your life. My mom always said, Aaron, stop giving the devil opportunities to play with your life. So I, I just told that little story. That's deep, that, yeah, that God, like, because I was wrestling, like, God, is let me smoke weed and love you. Like, why are you trying to take this thing away from me? Like, stop trying to take this thing away from me, God. Stop trying to take it away from me. And yeah, and obviously it brought me on my journey to stopping, but it was like, it wasn't a conviction thing. It was God telling me, like, listen, Aaron, you can do this thing if you want. But you're letting the, you're giving the enemy free reign. You're giving you the enemy think, an opportunity. But you don't but, think you know what? You don't believe that that was a conviction thing. You don't think that that was him convicting you to stop because of what could have happened. But it it wasn't that. It was saying literally. I heard a voice when I was high say go. Like I the enemy literally spoke to me trying to take my life. It wasn't a bad driving job. It wasn't me not being able to drive. Literally, I was in park, and the enemy spoke to me and said, go. 
go. And it was something, it was a small, still voice, like how God speaks to you. And I put my foot on the gas and my car literally didn't move. So, I, so obviously if that happens in my life, I'm going to be so shaken up. See, right. It might be a conviction thing that I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to get high. God, you spoke clearly. And maybe in my life, God said, Aaron, for the things I have for you, I'm sorry, my auto might be a little bad. Uh, the things I have for you, the things I have for you, Aaron, uh, I need you to be sober at all times. And granted, we, we can make the argument about the Adderall, but as far as what the weed does to the brain, it's different than the Adderall. We, bro, when I used to smoke and make music, I was out of this world. I was, at, I was so out of this world when I stopped smoking, I thought I couldn't rap anymore. That's how much the weed made me that. And I'm rambling. But um, so what would y'all say to my story? All, is that all, conviction or all weed? All weed is not created equal. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> number one. We, we got to be honest. There's some weed that will take you from zero to 100 just off the scent of it. Yeah. All right. So one, all weed is not created equal. Let's get that. Number he two. Said, no, all weed is not created equal. It's not. It's not. They got all different types of names of it. You're all different types of. It gets laced with stuff. It's, I'm just being honest. So if you uh, smoke your yeah. mids, then this don't apply to you if you smoke mids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the first thing. The, the, second, the, second thing the second thing that I want to say this is too, is once again, being sober-minded, being able to think clearly. All right? You talked about your love for weed. I you know love what I'm saying? it. And how, I, I still and how do. you love a weed. You didn't care about sex. You didn't care about food. You didn't care about none of that stuff. Just have your weed. You didn't care about pizza. You know what I'm saying? I love me some pizza. <laughs> All right, I do. It makes me feel good. You know what I'm saying? But I would tell you this right here: it's it was the love, it was the love of weed that was the problem. But let's be real. You know what I'm that, everybody loves weed. If you do it, you love it. Let's not cap. You love it. And people love money. People, yeah, people love, love sex. It. People love sex. People love money. People love alcohol. Shoot, you know what I'm saying? Like. It's all about what you love. It's, it's, the, it's the point is that you have something that you're so fixated on. That is the problem. That is the sin. That is the issue. Not the weed itself. That's like people saying, hey, you know what? Gun rights. Hey, we should, we should outlaw all guns because guns kill people. If you put a gun on a table, it is not going to shoot anybody. I promise you. There's nothing wrong with the gun itself. There's nothing wrong with the weed itself. It's if you turn around and get addicted to the weed and you can't focus and do that type of stuff, then that is no that weed is no more is 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 just as simple as the love of money, the love of having cars, the love of anything else. It's the addiction, the rush that's that oh. makes you feel that way. That's the issue. Not that's weed right. itself. Weed is a, a lonely old plant just growing out the ground by itself. Ain't hurt nobody. How, how you feel, Jay, about that? You you agree with Chris? I'm assuming you agree with Chris. Yeah, um, yeah, man. So is my story cap? What do you think of my story? No, no, they, no. they they said in the comments that is not you a bad driver, Aaron. No, bro, like <laughs> no, uh, that's your friends clowning you. I, I know. Uh, all weed is not creative, e creative equal. I've had that's some, a bar. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, I I've had some that has made me think some wild stuff, and I'm like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not grabbing that one no more, and not getting that strain anymore. Those thoughts didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, some of your favorite artists in Christian hip hop probably make music high all the time. But that's God dealing with them and allowing that to happen because there are other things in their life that he may be dealing with. And God may never speak to them about that. But the issue is what we as Christians do is what God told me about it. And I can't do it even though I want to. I can't do it. So you shouldn't do it because God wrecked me for it. 
But God. is God not speaking or are they not listening? That's like, a, yeah, that's a possibility. Is God not yeah. speaking or are you just not listening? It is a possibility, but that same possibility could be God is not speaking, right? Ever. You think some people God might never address marijuana in their life. You think that's a possibility? Very good possibility because marijuana is not the issue for them. Loving right. their wife and cheating on their wife and taking care of their kids is the thorn in their side. Facts. Uh... That's why I'm at with it. Like, our problem, I'm telling you, as a Christian, our issue is because God's, because thus saith the Lord to me and in my walk, he has to have said it to you. He has to have talked about it to you. And we need to get to a place where that is possibly not the case. And be okay with that. Say, say the last part again. Say the last part again. Like I said, I, I was just saying that we we as Christians have to get to a place where that there's a possibility that God has talked to you about something that he didn't talk to the other person about. And that's okay. That's fine. Like that's but, okay. But, but but where's the line of a like again? I you're never gonna catch me on the internet telling people who had abortions you're a murderer. I just that's, that's not my swag. Right. I have this conversation more for people that are in my personal life because I got homies who are not saved. They're in the streets. They're not. Right. They're not in the streets. Uh, they just not believers. So when they come to me and they say, "Hey, Aaron, is we to sin?" It feels crazy for me to be like, you know what? Go ahead and keep smoking. Like God. Like that's fine. Because that's if they right. ask, because if they ask me something else like Aaron is beating off of the sin or premarital sex, Aaron or is being gay, that granted, I if I'm a believer and I never go on public platforms denouncing people, I'm saying in personal conversation, if they ask me how God feels about something, is it not a responsibility that we hold to try to give them how God would see it if yes. we're asked? Yes, that's the other part. See, the standpoint I come from is the Christian hip hop fans, right? Okay. But when God opens that door, yeah, <clears throat> but God will open that door to you and you'll say that, but what if that person came to Chris, right? Chris's answer is gonna be different than yours, but God allowed that to happen. So what would you say to your homie in the street that said, hey, Chris, like, I want to, like the same thing, I tell my homies at a time, bro, if you smoke weed, if you got to smoke before you come in the church, go ahead. But my thought process is when you come to Christ, that eventually he's going to rip all that off you. I'm not telling them come high to say that God's okay with it. I'm telling them to come high, come whatever you did. If you beat off in the bathroom before you walked in the church, go ahead. That's not me. That's not me condoning the sin. That's me saying, I was being real. That's how I get down. My wife tell me all the time, like I tell people, you and sin, keep going, just come to church. That's my thing. Cause I feel like if you just get them in the building or you get them, listen to sermons that eventually God will convict them, but I'm not telling them come as you are to stay as you are, if that makes here's sense. Question, AP. Here's my question. If they never stop smoking, even though they came into the church and they start coming every every day, if they never stop smoking, are you okay with it? Well, I'm not I'm not the Jesus please. Exactly. But all exactly. I'm saying is if you ask me in my opinion, I gotta be like, hey bro, cut that out. I'm and not gonna cool. judge you. I'll hang out with you, right. but I, I'm not. I can't co-sign it. If that makes sense. Cool. So what about if I drink a beer? Go ahead. What do you say? What about if I drink a beer before church? Is that cool? You look like you could do about ten beers without even feeling it, though. I'm not gonna. Now I don't even like beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I can't stand the taste. 
I don't but even. Is, is it okay for me to have a couple glasses of wine before I go to church? I mean, somebody tell me something. Everybody has something to say about weed. Once again, is it cool for me to have a glass of wine before I go to church? Is it cool just, for me to drink just one? Just one. Can I have one pub? <laughs> you, you, I mean, like, you just have one. one joint? Like, what, I mean, it's it's, it's weed. It's it, like I said, it's, it's, weed has been demonized. Everybody who's online right now who is saying, "Hey, you know what? Weed is bad." This, that, the other. I just want to know how many glasses of alcohol have y'all tasted? Have y'all had? I, I used to get drunk on the time too, but you know I gave it. I used, I used to you, you cannot turn around and sit up here and tell me that hey, you know what weed is wrong, but yet you up here drinking a, a six pack of Michelob. You looking crazy? Why okay, are you drinking Michelob for? Why I'm sorry. Why? I'm sorry, unbelievers. I'm gonna read a scripture again, but we just we I, I just yeah, I mean because we all Christian shit. We going so First Corinthians nineteen six says, "Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit?" Who lives right. in you and was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And Hearing that, that huh? What does that mean? So what, so what, is, what does that gotta do with what's that gotta do with Adderall? What's that right. gotta do with any drug that the doctors give you? That that doesn't say anything. Doesn't. You know what I'm saying? You are honoring by if you're not abusing it, then you honoring it. Like what, what is you saying? Like a lot of these drugs that we get that the doctors put on us. Hey, those are synthetic forms of the very things that's growing out the ground, but except they legalize it with that. and they make making money off of it. Huh? And I, you know, I, matter I agree fact, with that. you know scientists, scientists develop uh, LSD and other drugs to turn around to try to unlock other parts of the brain. Did y'all know that? They turn around because they, they realize that if they if, if they give you certain drugs, you can try and actually utilize your brain more effectively and more efficiently. But the only thing these scientists and doctors are doing is taking synthetic. It's, it's, it's taking the same properties of all these other drugs that's growing now, and they're making it in a chemical form. Yep. Yep. I was but gonna... y'all take that. Y'all drink alcohol, y'all take these synthetic drugs, but hey, y'all cool with that because the doctor told me. Not that the Bible told you. If we're going to keep it 100, let's keep it 100. Everybody who's against weed, hey, stop drinking alcohol and stop taking your prescription pills. Let's keep it 100. Lucas, Don't I want to no hear blood transfusions. Don't ask for none of them. <laughs> so, Lucas, do you think um you could smoke weed? Do you think that's ordering the temple that God gave you? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I'm not really honoring my. Let's well, let's talk about what it. I'm putting in my body, but as far as like. I don't know, because you could eat it, and it wouldn't really do much to your body. It's more so affecting your brain. Um, I don't Ooh, see it as good. like a dishonoring your vessel, like your your temple or whatever. My fault, y'all. My audio was messing up. My fault, y'all. Keep see, going. <laughs> you can still hear me, though? No, it was me. I was trying to fix my mic. My thing ghetto. Okay. Keep going. Now you good. For me, the... The treating your body as a temple, I'm failing in a lot of those areas right now. So it's not That's really real. weed being an issue for that thing. It's what I was saying earlier about it being like an idol and something that like God, like as if God couldn't do something. But also, I want to talk about real quick, like the reason why some people, you know, well, most people will smoke weed because it like feels good. And right, like it, I mean, being high is fun. But like, touch on what I was what I was saying earlier. Like, I mean, not like super 
charismatic and it's been like a long time but like i have been like higher <coughs> on the spirit of god than i have ever been on an, a quarter of shrooms and an eighth and a blunt like of anything i was gonna get to that i was gonna get like, to that i have been so wrecked so drunk in the drunken glory of god that like i, I used to trip balls guys like i used to do you know two hits of acid like I said, a, that a quarter of mushrooms. Like I used, I used to get down out in California, man. But oh, once I got, you know, experienced like God's power, God's glory. Like it's like all of those things, although they are natural, they seemed like cheap imitations of the euphoria I felt in His presence. That's what is euphoria? That's like the man? argument I want to leave here. I'm saying like. The, good the feel show. good, the joy that like. But thought, again, but know, there's people who aren't Christians, they're not gonna know what that means. Okay, you know how you feel when you, when you are, you know, high or trip or whatever your substance of choices. You know, like the feel good of what, like he was saying, jacking off or eating some sugar. You know, give you the dopamine spikes. Those good feelings, like they all, like every one of them on the planet, seemed like a cheap imitation of what I felt in God's glory. Does that make sense? That's respond to that. Respond to that, Chris. Respond to that, Chris. And for people, wait, for people who haven't experienced that, like I, I don't really blame them, but it's like, or even the peace. It doesn't even have to be something super crazy and charismatic, but the peace that the Lord brings. Like, if you aren't striving for that, then I, I, I don't blame you for not wanting to stop smoking weed. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, no, that makes sense. It, it does. You know, I, I would tell you this right here, that <clears throat> there's a lot of, I have, I've, I've, I have weaknesses. And when, in my younger days, I've had a lot more weaknesses than what I have right now. You know what I'm saying? And, um... When, when God delivers you from it, it's a good feeling. You know, I, I think I told folks before, like, I used to be king of the strip clubs. I love me some strip clubs. You know, I love me some women. Praise you know, that was, that was my thing. But God delivered me from that, you know. And when I was able to sit back and see all the different things that God has done for me and everything else, I just sit back in awe. And it makes you feel good. But I will tell you this right here. Just like you, Aaron, I didn't say, well, hey, you know what? I'm done going. Well, I, I didn't say, well, hey, you know what? Uh, I don't, I'm going to try to fast from strip clubs. I'm going to just go for the rest of this week. I'm not going to strip clubs. What happened is this right here is that as I started continuing to read the word and everything else, God took away my, that desire for me to turn around and even go in the first place. See, and really, we stopped sinning. Not because we in fear of going to hell, but we stop sinning because we love Christ. Love is what's going to change you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and God and God took that out of me. So I say that when we talk about conviction, things of that nature. I say it now. Anybody, y'all tell me where it says in the Bible that weed, you know, is unscriptural. It's a sin. You cannot show me where weed is is sinful. What you can show me. Is that being not being sober minded or being drunken? That's a sin. And well, yeah, that's my thing. That the Bible doesn't talk about a lot of stuff. 
The Bible doesn't talk exactly. about a lot of stuff. But does that mean and, we and the reason should go why, do it? There's, there's a reason why, though. Because the Bible speaks broadly on things because if you think about it, like I said, just like we, we talked about arguing, uh, turn around, you, you arguing, you could be in such a high emotional state that you're no longer sober. You know what I'm saying? So God didn't want to put, hey, don't be going crazy on your wife because you're not sober-minded. God didn't say, hey, you know what, your lust for X, Y, and Z, hey, this, that, the other. It just blanks it all. Hey, you know what? Anything that makes you not sober, you know what I'm saying, is bad, period. Because there's so many different things that we are that we are counting now, that we're going to count in the future, that can take us out of that sober point. So long as we keep that in mind, hey, we must remain sober, that's all that we need to know. That's all what matters. We over here trying to psychoanalyze the Bible for what? God told us what we need to know. Be sober-minded, period. But, but we're trying I'm, to interject things. I'm going to read... Uh... Tony's comment. He said, I feel like anything grown from the ground has been out there for has been out there. God shrooms expand your mind and consciousness. It helps you heal. It's proven medically to help with depression and all that. So that's that's the number one argument that people use that like it's it, got, it's natural. It comes from the earth. I got a it, verse. I, I, I want to read a verse. You're you going to read Genesis 129? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to read. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Read it. Go read it. It says, uh, it said, and God said, right, behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed, and we yield seeds, right? Um, that, <laughs> Man. Every plant seed that is on the face of all the earth and every tree with seed and its fruit, you shall have them for food. And if it's an edible, it's, it's an edible. It's edible. So therefore, rest my case, AP. <laughs> so that scripture to you is saying... If no. God put it on the earth, <laughs> then you could smoke it and do it. If anything, not at all. Not at all. Not okay. At all. I, I, I read that in, in jest because when it said okay. you had a seed, I thought it was hilarious. But okay. <laughs> my but my thing is, you know, is this like like Chris said, the stuff that they are making y'all take that are prescribed to you is way worse than we way worse. Hey, side effects include death. Right, right. Side effects Now you tell me how for you than we. Say, say, like, say the question again. I said no. Like he said, side effects include death. Like how is that better for you than we? There are no death side effects with weed. And again, if you were in your basement cooking methamphetamine, you could kill somebody, including yourself. But your Adderall has methamphetamine. Uh, just a little bit. It doesn't matter. Just a little it bit. It's not a lot. It's just a little bit. But but is it is it good for you to take that? All right. So if I quit, if I quit Adderall, so we so you're it. saying that if I take Adderall, that I have no right to look at somebody who smokes weed that's, and be like, hey, not, huh? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, okay. Look, okay. All I, all I am saying is is that we try to signal out one thing, like Chris said. We try to make weed the issue. And and what it is, is a dependency issue, right? And piggybacking off of your point, AP, if you are depending on it so much to where you can't even depend on God, then yes, you should remove it from your life. But that's the same thing with TV shows. That's the same thing with alcohol. That's the same I just, thing. I just don't stuff. think that that, I don't think that's a fair comparison to compare weed and TV and food. I just, it just 
I just don't feel like it's a fair comparison. It feels like it feels like we as humans, we try to find loopholes in everything. Sure. If we could find a loophole, we'll run through it. That it just that's that's how it feels. That's that's how it feels. That we just look for loopholes. So I just I just know I feel like if God was sitting here right now and he was like, Hey God, how do you feel about weed? I think if you can say with a clear mind and conscience, the guy be like, "Go ahead, roll up." <laughs> you, you, you think you think with a clear conscience, if God was sitting right before us, he'd be like the same way. If you said, "Hey God, can I drink?" He would say, "Wine is cool," because I because we we know it, it says not to get drunk. We know you can have a glass of wine. We we could we we can't debate can you that. Though? But can you? Yeah, it says don't. It said don't be a drunkard. But it, it didn't can, say. But it didn't say drink wine. But Jesus drank wine. Jesus, Jesus used it as a depiction of what was to come, right? Not nah, the Passover, they were sipping. Yeah, they were. Why? Because take this, this is my blood, right? So it was still a depiction. So you're saying outside the Passover, you don't think he I had didn't a, say a that, But what okay, I'm okay. Is, I think we try to make things too matter of fact, and they're not. That's my thing. None of these things are matter of fact because. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our ways are not his ways. And we and and it says lean not to your own understanding, right? And so what we try to do as Christians is, well, I think, and it says do not be uh, sober minded, and there's no way you can be sober minded while you're high, which is false, by the way. I, which is very false. Because you, you can be go drunk ahead, go with ahead. power, you can be drunk with arrogance. You can be non-sober-minded, as he said, when you beaten off. You can be not you. AP, Hold on, you said you could be sober-minded, beaten off. AP, you are not yourself when you take Adderall. No, nah, I am no, I am. No, you're not. But I know I'm not addicted because I haven't had it for two weeks because my but my see, my thing ran out and I've been chilling. But you're moving the goalposts now. You're talking about no. It's saying I know I'm not depending on this thing right. to be who I'm. But, but but if you're taking weed as medicinal, you are depending on this. You're leading on it. So you're not you're, depending you're, on Adderall to help you focus. No, I'm not. Like literally, I ain't. I haven't took Adderall in two weeks, and I've been just as productive. I'm I'm being real. Like I'm not depending okay. on Adderall for my livelihood. Some people they I, literally they need the weed to like balance. They need, and I'm not. I'm not saying like I'm. I'm looking at y'all like y'all any less than. I'm just saying outside of the construct of. Let's just be honest that this thing is a dependent. Like, and to me, anything you depend on, God's not saying you can't do it in S, like, dependent, each person is different. But this, to me, there's way more recreational smokers. Let's just be real. The okay. recreational. So if my homie does, he, he just don't want to give it up. He just wants to keep things. And when you're called to come to Christ, you got to lay down things. So all I'm saying, I feel like it's a dangerous conversation to tell people that this is something you don't got to lay down. But, like God, God cool with it. Well, and that's the thing because that's why I think it gets dangerous. At, right, but you're looking at it as I'm a I'm a Christian, and there's no way you as a fellow Christian should be telling somebody who's struggling that it's okay. Again, that's not our job. Yeah, if you're not a Christian, this don't apply to you. I'm never gonna tell right. a person who's not a Christian stop smoking weed. I'm never but gonna do that. Job. I'm never gonna unless do unless do God opens up the door. That's not our job. We try to find things in people's lives to tell them that they're doing wrong. And that's not our job unless, do unless God makes a way for it. That's all I'm saying. Like, like with Luke, 
I get Luke stopping. Dude was doing it every single. He there was no way he was himself, right? Lucas was a druggie. Lucas was druggie. Right. So I get that. <laughs> but it's the natural me, ones, bro. Right? Okay. To me, who was doing it just on the weekends after a long week of working, right? You're gonna tell me that I shouldn't. But my th again, we go back to what is the why? Because if I'm being real, when I smoked, it was depression, anxiety. I wanted to be creative and I wanted to take some steam off. Those are all the reasons. If we're on, if you like, you said the why. To me, if unless you are have you have cancer or so, tell me a good reason to why. I just haven't heard one unless you are literally physically sick. Because I, I enjoy I, it. I enjoy it. So that's not a good enough reason. That's, that's not a good enough reason. You, you, no, no, not, I'm saying not for me. I'm saying for God. Like, take me out of it. I'm just saying, take, because anything else, if you, would you just tell God? Because I feel like it. Would, you know you wouldn't come with that energy. No, 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 no. I would, but that's because that's how I speak to him in my prayer life. So I talk to God. I keep it a buck. I keep it a hundred. So yes, yes, I would. But oh, Okay, but you would know he's not a, God gives you free, I've cussed at God before. <laughs> I've cussed a guy before. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I know it wasn't right. <laughs> that don't change. <laughs> that I, that don't that don't that don't mean it's right. So that's what I'm saying. Can we can we honestly tell ourselves that the reasoning for it is good enough? Uh, healing, cancer patients, all that. Like I'm 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 never gonna be against medicinal marijuana when people are in the hospital and they have literally physical pain. They're trying to get rid of, but I guess I'm trying to wrap my head around the mental pain and using the weed. But that's that, not, that's my thing. But you shouldn't because you're you're causing yourself to harp over something. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think about that much. Well, well, right. But a lot of people do, right? A lot of people. Oh no, I don't care that much. Why. A lot of people try to find the why, and a lot of people beat themselves up on how they can't understand. And there's no way. That's not their job. This walk with God is. Hold not on. Who who keep beeping? Who keep huh? beeping? Someone keeps beeping. I don't know. No, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. But but that that's the only thing that with my video that you saw that made you kind of want to come. And I did a live stream yesterday or two days ago about this as well. I'm just trying to implore people and get people to understand it's not your job. That's God's job. That is the Holy Spirit's job, as Lucas said. That That is what changed him dramatically. You talking to him didn't change him. Us having this conversation didn't change him. So Tony said, so God doesn't want you to enjoy your life. That's the perfect question I want to talk about. How can I answer this? How can I answer this? <laughs> he said, so God doesn't want you to enjoy your life. Again, it's a tricky conversation because it depends whether you're a Christian or not. If you're not, a like I said, like if I wasn't a Christian, I would have. If I wasn't a Christian and married, I'm sorry. If I wasn't a Christian and married, I'd be out having threesomes. I'd be watching porn. I'd be probably doing pornos. I would be living life to ah. the absolute. I'd be living life to the absolute fullest. Because if there's no heaven or hell, you might as well do every single thing in your power to enjoy this life. Facts. If, he if heaven and hell ain't real, and there's not consequences for my actions, and this Bible isn't real where... It's basic instructions before leaving earth. People think the Bible is a bunch of rules to stop you from having fun. No, it's really just, it's to help you. It's to try to live your best life. 
And that, that's how I view the Bible. So if you're not a believer, you're going to look at it like God is trying to take away your fun. I'm saying that God's trying to give you some boundaries to paint within. But one of my pastors said all the time that life with God is like a playground. You just got to stay inside the playground. A lot of times as believers, well, I feel like we try to get outside the playground because he didn't really say nothing. And it's like it, it creates this confusion to me because on a blunt in the sand. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Somebody he said, "What if you? What if I find the blood in the sand?" Somebody I mean, when they, when somebody left it, I picked it up and I was like, "You know what, God?" I went, no, but <laughs> like I, like I say, man, I just it, a lot of the stories in the Bible are just us trying to learn from the mistakes that they made, right? You so you think, think you you don't you don't think they true stories? I didn't say that. I said, oh, okay. okay, 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 yeah, I agree, I agree, I but, agree. I mean, we think about it, David wasn't perfect. He's, I love using David as an example. David he was, he was out wop. here, he was out here. He wanted that wop so bad <laughs> <laughs> that he killed, that he killed, had a man killed. Come on, man. He and, was wilding, he was wilding. And he paid for it. He did pay for it. But he repented. He did. He didn't justify and but say, you know what, Lloyd, she was bad. She was bad. Yeah, she was bad. She must have been for him to send homeboy to the front lines and get killed. I digress. But he repented. Hey, Aaron. Go ahead. Uh, I think it was just uh, nice what uh, Scott Free said right here. Uh, he said, What did he say? Um, he said, yes, Holy Spirit is the one who convicts, delivers, and sets free. We can't do that. But we can love our neighbors and speak truth. So and that's he's kind of like, God. God. And then Tony said, like yeah, it's like th this conversation is not to judge. And that's what I'm trying to say. People so soft. I'm going to be real. Like I did this podcast. I'm bringing a Christian on here who doesn't agree with me and we can agree to disagree. When someone says, hey, bro, I don't rock with that. People say, why are you judging me? And they get upset and they want to cry and upset because someone has a difference of opinion. Our generation is soft. No, I'm I'm not talking to you, Tony, directly. I'm talking to anybody who feels like if you have a difference of opinion, I'm judging you. I can stand on what I believe and still love you. It doesn't mean I'm judging you. Do you want me to be spineless? I'm I have to have I'm a man. I have a backbone. If you ask me a question, I'm gonna say, Hey, I don't believe that you should be able to do that. Do I judge you? I will still be your homie. You can you, we can hang out, we can get lunch, but we we see life differently and that's all i'm saying like it's not it's not judgment y'all but this is one of them things where i feel like i'm just trying to say how i feel god would view it and then you're saying how you think god would view it and that's all we're called to do because there are some things in the scripture that aren't white and black they're gray areas so as believers or as people we are called to work out our salvation we're called to have these conversations to try to find a middle ground. We're not always going to believe, but I do think we're called to talk about these things and love each other at the end, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's why I want to do this. And as y'all talking, I'm just, I just feel like it's scary, y'all, because I see where society is going and we're letting go of all of our traditional values. I'm, I'm a fan of like redoing the constitution and all that. I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of progressive, um, laws for the land but as far as laws that we live by i don't want to become progressive 
because I feel like what the, the word and God was the same back then, today and forever. So I feel like I don't ever want to get to the point because society is saying, just cool, just go with it. Just go with it. The Bible's old. It needs to be rewritten. I don't ever want it to start riding that wave, if that makes sense. Not saying y'all are doing that, but I feel like the more things we just kind of be like, you know what? Go ahead. That's just going to keep trickling and trickling and trickling, if that makes sense. Well, that's going to happen anyways, though, in the time that we're living in. There, there's no stopping that. that. That's going to happen. But the only thing that I want people to hear from me is you shouldn't worry about it as much because it's not your job. Nothing you can do is going to stop whatever. If your personal conviction or your personal vices or or your stories and different things like that is what has caused you to stop, good for you. And when that door is opened up, you can have that conversation. Yo, I stopped because of this. I stopped. But when we get to, no, I stopped because it's the sin, That I think that that's where the issue is. That, that's more or less where I'm coming from with. Because how can it be a sin, but then you turn around and say, oh, but if it's for medical reasons, it's not a sin. Facts. We got to be careful, too. We got, I'm sorry. Let me say this real quick. Yeah, go we got to be careful, too. Go ahead, Chris. Speaking, go ahead. Speaking where God, where God is not speaking. A lot of people out here talking about, hey, we the sin, we the sin. You better be careful. We, it's, it's not us for say it is sin. Because now we're speaking where God didn't speak. All God said was be sober-minded. Period. But I feel like we, can't, we keep getting back to this thing right here. I my, my opinion is you cannot inhale or eat marijuana, and I'm going to go to the definition of sober-minded again, y'all, and be self-controlled. You can, I'm not saying you can't be self-controlled, but not toxicated. You're toxicated now. You took something, you're now toxicated, correct? What about you, when you ate that Sunday dinner and you got that itis? Exactly. <laughs> That's you toxicated? That you yeah. Toxicated. yeah. You went into a food coma, yeah. That's not toxicated, is you're it? In, it literally sucked the energy out of you. <laughs> literally. No, actually... <laughs> it's a, I mean, the food comas do hit different, especially on Thanksgiving. It's proven. It's proven. Your diet does affect the way you think sometimes. I agree. That's a fact. That's I a agree. fact. So if, if your yeah, food, the food that you ingest, ingest can affect the way you think, it can affect your hormonal levels and everything else, then that's why it's the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. All that is under one organization. Anything that we ingest and take into our body, we have to realize that it has potential side effects and effects that could cause us to act certain ways. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? Some people who who's not who has deal with a lot of mental issues, they start telling, hey, you need to clean up your diet some. It's a fact. Mm -hmm. But what it is is that some people want to demonize weed. Stop demonizing things and look at what God is trying to say, big picture. Don't be addicted to things. Don't make things your idol and stay sober-minded. Those are the only three things that we need to worry about. No, Scott said something that's real. He said the issue is the way you all are speaking. You're trying to say one sin is bigger than another. That. So, but we don't even agree on that. It's that it's a sin, and that's the problem. We don't. <laughs> so, like, that's we can agree that I feel like the gay person, the one with pride, God's not looking at him any different. But we would have to agree. 
that that thing is a sin, whether it's masturbation or whatever it is. If we can't come to the agreement that it's a sin, then we have this conversation because we shouldn't waste sin. You troll it. I'm, I'm dead. I'm Look, you about to give me the cuss. I'm serious. You don't think <laughs> masturbation is a sin? Did I say that? I asked you. <laughs> I think I never beat off and thought about Jesus. <laughs> I would be real. I am what, there. What about you thinking about your wife? That's what I and look. I was going there. Y'all trolling me there. right now. Y'all trolling. No, nah, <laughs> I was going. Y'all trolling. Y'all trolling. Look, what if you beat off and it stopped you from cheating on your wife? <laughs> I'm serious. You was about to go cheat on your wife, and you was like, "Nah, let me hit the bathroom real quick." I'm laughing because <laughs> oh Bro. <laughs> I'm laughing because I know what you try to say because I'm not we're not gonna get too much into it. <laughs> but I, I man, y'all trolling me, bro. Stop. That's all of the conversation. That's all of the conversation. If it's your wife, it's all good. Let's I mean, like, come on. <laughs> Let's talk about Yo, I'll, y'all, y'all wild Y'all wild Y'all wild Y'all wild Y'all wild <laughs> You trolling me right now, Jay. You trolling. You trolling. You trolling me right now. But nah, I was <laughs> nah. I think the act. <laughs> I just want to hear what you say. I think it's a sin. Okay. But again, maybe I'm maybe I'm too old school. If it's your and wife, you say if I'm doing, I'm thinking about my wife. Is that still a sin? Yeah, because you lust. If, if you wife. want me to be real. I'm thinking about my wife, but I'm pleasuring myself. She in another state. Facts. She sleep. It's that time of the month, AP. She sleep. Hey, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, y'all know it's a sin. Stop trolling me. I because I don't. That's gonna be one of the topic because I I I don't want to get too in depth. I don't want to get too in depth with that. Scott said, "Depends on what we think about." Oh, Scott said. And Pastor Scott is a, he is a man of God. It depends what you think about that. We we getting off topic now. We getting off topic. We talking about uh, weed. Is weed a <laughs> sin, y'all? <laughs> Was weed a sin? So yes. Uh, I try to go to one thirty, so we got fifteen minutes left. I got another question for y'all. <laughs> you stupid man. You got. <laughs> I'm just asking a question, bro. I was just asking. Let's talk about it. I was so. Hey, what's hey? Let me ask you this question. Go ahead. What can we do that's pleasurable that's not a sin? If that's the case, pleasurable. That's one of the conversation. I got some game. I don't want to go because people are here for this topic. So I don't, we will have another conversation about pleasure and sex and, and and lust and all that. That's a. I got some game on that. We're gonna keep that for another episode. I want. I want to stick to the weed. Stay off the weed. My best Stephen A. Smith impression. But nah. And we, I just, we, we gotta come to like an agreement. We don't, I mean, not to agreement, but I'm saying why this conversation is hard is because you guys are saying you're honestly saying this won't, this could, this won't get in the way of you being close to God. This thing, whatever it is, and you're saying that if we're gonna be hard on weed, that means we gotta be hard on every other drug and. 
and um and gluttony and all those things. So that's y'all that's y'all standpoint that it doesn't matter that we we're singling out weed the same way we single out gay. We try to single out gay and we try to single out abortion. And right. you're saying that we shouldn't do that, and that if the Lord hasn't personally said, "Hey, stop that," He might never tell somebody to stop that. And you believe that will have no bearing on how well He could preach the gospel and and that's, talk to the that, Lord. That is what I'm saying. That is that, that is what y'all are saying. That is what I am saying. Thank I want to I want to clearly state y'all point, and you're you're saying the same thing as well, Chris. Facts that that it can't. You could, you could, it could not get in the way of of loving God and God loving you and doing ministry. If this, if you're a believer, you're saying that we will not get in the way of that. No, the only way it becomes getting away is if you become addicted to it and you make it your idol. That's that's the issue. So if you just chill, weekend smoker, late at night, kids are in bed, you and wifey smoke, watch Netflix, you cool. That's a date. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's a fire day. A quarantine no day. <laughs> that's a quarantine. Uh, Isaiah said that's witchcraft. He said smoking weed is witchcraft. So, so is pharmaceuticals. Next. The, that, that's also one I, I wanted to top, I mean, touch on that too as well. I think the whole pharmaceutical industry is backwards. It's like the whole pharmaceutical industry, it's like, it's evil, if that makes sense. Like y'all said, like they're putting f f and uh, how you say amphetamines, whatever you could. Methamphetamines. They're putting all this stuff in, and they're giving. Like I, Lucas was telling me, because Lucas was the one that made me quit taking Adderall. Actually, when I first moved to Atlanta, and I was taking it, and he was like, "Bro, you don't need that." I'm like, "What you mean, bro? I got ADD." He was like, "Bro, are you saying that God can't make you think straight?" So. Luke is saying that to me and not being af being afraid of me feeling judged literally stopped me Bro. taking it for three, four years. But he grew up took, getting fed Adderall his whole life. Yeah, I took Adderall all the way through school. So that's why that's why I know you don't need it because I took it from kindergarten to 11th grade. So if I don't need it, you don't need it. That's why I was telling you. Real that. quick, buddy. But. Buddy said, I've been here for 40 minutes, heard one verse quoted. Bro, this ain't Bible study. Monday, we talk about the smoke. If you want Bible study, buddy, come on Thursday. On Monday, let's talk about it. Can I get an amen? We're not quoting scripture. We're not sitting here. This ain't Bible study. Bro, but there was Bible. multiple scriptures. There was yeah, multiple scriptures. Yeah, I, I, said, I, said all, I said all the scriptures that pertain to this subject. And they... Let me, let me, let me quote a scripture for him. Let me, let me, can I do it? I, go ahead. Go ahead, one. Jay. Quote so, the scripture. And God said... Behold, I have given you every oh plant yielding seed, <laughs> a weed plant that is on the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit, you shall have them for food. But so, then you could make the argument of hemp protein. Hemp can be used for many things. Hemp can be eaten in its own. And actually, weed was cultivated to have the big buds to smoke. If you look at a hemp plant, there's very little buds and really mainly a huge stalk. So, I mean... He used to grow weed, so we know what you're talking about. Hey, stop it. Jake said, you're telling me if I have bipolar and can't function properly without my medication, it's evil for me? You sound nuts right now. No, what I am saying it's is... beat off. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. <laughs> you stupid, Jay. <laughs> no, what I am saying is that if that 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 is between you and the Lord, I am talking more about recreational smokers. That's what I'm talking about. If you if you're bipolar, you're clinically bipolar, you're clinically anxious and depressed. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you not to do it. I'm talking about you recreational smokers who are doing it. That's we said. What's the why? We will always got back to the why. To, we got back to the why. But here's my thing: Do you really think you could, like you asked me? Do you really think you can go to God and be like, well, my why is because this, that, and the third. We try to conditionalize whether or not it's a sin. And honestly, that I don't think that that's really where it's at. Like, how can it not be a sin medically, but it is a sin recreationally? Like, Hold on. Uh, my homie Jabez says cocaine comes from a plant. Does that mean we should, we should do it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you don't mean yes. that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that, okay, so I'm saying does but, cocaine does cocaine produce seeds? Because I'm going off of my scripture. Does cocaine I don't know. I'm not I'm not does it produce seeds, Lucas? I don't know, bro. Does I it? So you know it doesn't. You're saying it doesn't. It doesn't produce seeds. I didn't do any yayo, bro. That wasn't me. That's yet. the one thing I didn't do. I'm not gonna lie. That's one thing I didn't hey, do. So if it doesn't produce seeds, then according to Genesis one twenty nine, you can't do it. Look, 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 I'm, I'm trolling at this point. But no, I, I wasn't sure if you were serious or not. Right, right. But do, but, but no, real talk. But do you see where I'm coming from with this? Like, Kinda. we, we're trying to, to make it a stamp and make it black or white. And it's not like that. You need to focus on. I agree. You. I agree. That's why you, I want this conversation. I agree. You need to focus on you and your relationship with God. And if God told you to stop then yes, it's not conducive for you. Not necessarily saying it's a sin. God told me I need to stop eating so late. That ain't no sin. But then again, it is, right? Gluttony, seven deadly sins, right? But I'm just saying. But I can eat as much as I want to. I mean, technically. So, <clears throat> cocaine is still used by some physicians to stop nosebleeds and for pain control before minor nose surgery. So there is uses for cocaine, by the way, that hey. doctors use it for. I don't look it up. And doctors I, and doctors are out here giving these patients lines. rocks. <laughs> or do they put it like it or is cocaine in the drugs? It might be like, and I, I don't know how they I don't know how they break it down. But well, when I used it, when I did it, it was on my table and it stopped and caused another nosebleed. So she said we're gonna talk about first we already talked about first Corinthians 10 about um your body and and so they're saying what they said when I read that scripture first Corinthians 10 is they're saying that they don't feel like it's going against your body is it, you you don't that it's not going against your your body and Scott said also something as well is saying like so yes we all sex isn't bad sex is amazing yes it sex. is <laughs> sex isn't bad sex outside of its intended purpose is what makes it bad. So if to me, if so, okay, if we can agree that weed is a healer, we, maybe weed is for healing outside of healing purposes. Cause we say that it's bad. Could we make that same correlation or I'm reaching? I, I think, I, I think really you get, I mean, a person could determine, like you said, recreational people turn around and use weed, smoke it, 
right? Because it makes them feel better. So if your stomach hurts, that's it. Yeah, your stomach is hurting. Or Go to if sleep. you're hurting mentally, if you're hurting mentally, if you're hurting emotionally, if you're hurting psychologically, if a person takes a puff to help calm them down and make them feel better, then I see no problem with it. Now, if they're doing it to a point that they're not sober-minded, because see, I'm going to only speak where the Bible speaks. And I got to be silent mm. where the Bible's silent. I if like I smoke it and then turn around and I'm not sober, then that's a different story. But we cannot interject words in God's mouth. That's not what we're here for. We're Isaiah here said, where the Bible speaks. does weed actually heal or does it just calm you down? That is a form of healing. Calming down is a form of healing? Yeah. Psychologically, emotionally, mentally, yes. Some of the some of the most some of the most deepest scars and wounds is the ones that's in your head. That, that's real. That's real. That's real. We we not rest. Yeah, like the wars for I say all the time, like the wars for my soul and the battles in my mind. I say that all the time. Like the enemy's after our mind. He's after our mind, but that is why when I hear, I, I'm gonna go back to it, like he's like a a, a a a roaring lion looking for souls to devour. So like, so be alert. To me, it's like so you're saying that these drugs can make you more alert. And what I'm saying is, if you're not a believer, it's really not gonna make sense. But most of the time, when I see people who are in this lifestyle of doing drugs, to, to bait the drug, and they come over to the other side. They let go of those things because they realize that those things brought no good to them. It just feels like once we come over to this side and then we good, then we try to go back. You're like, hold on, what 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 are some things I could do that I did before? Now that I, I'm kind of good. So if you're the unbeliever, I'm I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about the believers who they get saved from this stuff and then they want to go back to it or make excuses for it, not condemning the people. Because when I was in the world. No one condemned me. They just love me. So I'm saying if we're just having a conversation and people are listening and saying like, hey, what does life look like on this side? And it makes me feel like why would somebody want what we have if we do the same thing they do? If that makes sense. Like, why would they want to make they say, if I could just keep these same things and love God, why would I want? Why would I let me just I don't need to be a believer. I believe in good energy. I believe in being a good person and smoking. I just want to hang out. And to me, at least to that conversation that. We make it seem like you don't have to give up anything to walk on this side. Because you do. I gave up a lot. I, God gave me some stuff back. But it, may, it makes me feel like we're telling people, like, you don't got to give up anything to walk on this side. And you could just stay exactly how you are. Not judging you, but there needs to be some type of trade-off, if that makes sense. And I, Whether it's weed, be, whatever, take weed out the conversation. Just anything. There are things that we are called to lay down, not because... It's a sin, but because maybe it's not beneficial. And I'm not talking about bipolar and all that. I'm talking about the recreational people are just doing it and th those people. So I'm but, saying I just feel like it's a thin line that we walk in. Not saying y'all are doing it, but just like but as a society, as a Christian culture. But that's the conversation. Exactly what you said. Some things, not necessarily just talking about we, but people love to make that the, the thing. I agree. It's it's a lot of things. It's a it's lot. It's a things. lot of things. And it's a lot. It's a lot. There is a possibility. I personally believe that there is a possibility that someone could never give it up 
and still be where God wants them to be because they gave up the strip clubs, because they gave up the, the beating on their wife, because they gave up being a deadbeat father. Like, you see what I'm saying? But I can hear you, that and I feel that. I feel that. I feel you that's saying. That's why I'm, and then, but you say, oh, but you're smoking weed, so you're not where God ha wants you to be. Who are you to say that? I, and, and I honestly, I, I had this conversation because I've softened my approach towards weed a year ago because it, I wasn't this like, OK, I'm softening my approach towards a lot of things, because if I struggle with something it's different than somebody else, then I, I realize I can't look at you. If you're a believer, if you're not a believer, I'm not expecting you to try to live by this Bible. Do what you do. But all I am saying is when you if you want to make the leap to this side. Don't think it's sweet and you could stay the same. It's just not. Yeah, you just, I, you can't, you can't, you, it's not, you got to give up some things from your earthly mindset of how you see them and how you view them. It's no longer about what I think is right or what I think the Bible is saying. It's like, no, we need to dig deep of what, what is God saying and try to go from that approach. Like, okay, tell people how I think God is speaking. And that's why I think it gets muddy because if you're not a believer, you could, if you're open-minded to hearing us talk about this thing, dope. But if you're not, you're just gonna think we're judging you. If this is what you do, but no one's judging you. We're just saying that. How does God see this issue? Let's talk about how we think God sees it. If that makes sense. But do you know? I just I think that that's the big, that's the biggest thing. Do you really know? No, that's God why. That's why we need to talk about it. True. But that's why we need to talk about it because I don't truly you know. Should. It's healthy dialogue. You should. Talk yeah, healthy about dialogue. It. But there's a possibility that even us four sitting here still don't get it. There's a very good possibility of that. And I think we need to be open to that, right? That people he is okay looking, with it. People are looking for a matter-of-fact answer. And honestly, there is not one. And that's where it's at. That's why I'm at with it. It's so, about your personal, your personal conviction. What has God said to you personally? Because where he's trying to take you and what he has said to you may not be conducive to that other person. That's I'm, my only. I'm soft. My heart is softening. I'm not gonna lie. My heart is softening. I, it's, it's softening. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not condoning it. Changing some I just, perspective. Bro. I I just yeah. want somebody to tell me where in the Bible it says smoking weed is sinful. Yeah, we already talked on that. That's because the Bible don't talk about rape, does it? Yes. <laughs> Oh, I, I take the, the Bible says. Actually, the Bible says in the Old Testament, if you rape a woman, you're supposed to marry that person. No, I, I use the wrong word. The Bible doesn't. Yeah, the Bible talks about rape. Do not rape nobody, y'all. But it's like uh, what people will argue that the Old Testament talks about like pedophilia. But if you fast forward, it's like a lot of things that it's like, oh, that's Old Testament, and we like we try to find these like loopholes to loopholes. what was Old Testament versus New Testament. It didn't say that, but we can all, as Bible believing Christians, I feel like we can make a judgment and an assessment to be like, even though God didn't say it, I think because I know Him, I could pretty much the same way Lucas knows me. We went to college together. He spent he spent time around me. Lucas could talk to someone else from me and be like, this is how Aaron feels on this topic. Even though I might ne have never told Lucas how I feel about it, Lucas could go to somebody else and be like, hey, what do you think Aaron thinks about this? Lucas could be like, because he knows me intimately, pause. He could tell somebody else how I feel about it. And that's all I'm saying. I feel like we're called to do in these gray areas, give, give our best and y'all are giving your best of what you think God feels about it. And we are. But I feel like these conversations need to keep happening. 
that need to keep happening because there's people watching. I do. I I don't yeah. do this conversation for believers. I do this conversation for people that don't even believe in God. They don't know about this. I'm trying to be honest and real that I think about getting high all the time, literally, I, all the time. Yeah, I just all the time. Yeah. All the, I just I just go ahead. Go ahead. I just want us to be careful. Once again, how so? You that mean? we don't speak that 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 we're not speaking for God. You know what I'm saying? And just understand the principles which God wants us to live our lives by. You know what I'm saying? We keep on talking about weed, but we're straying away from the principle. God says, be sober-minded. God said, hey, don't, hey, don't make anything an idol. Don't put anything before him. That's all we need to tell people. Anything else in between, that's not our place. Even if somebody is, so if your homie come to you and asks, hey, bro. How you feel? You're telling me you would you wouldn't give your opinion if somebody come to you and ask? Because I get asked all the time. All the time. If God didn't tell me it was sin, if the Bible didn't tell me it's sin, I'm not going to say it's sin because I'm not going to speak where the Bible doesn't speak. I want to say, hey, if you're doing it, if this is your idol or you're addicted to it, yes, you putting that before God, then yes, that's a sin. If but nobody, nobody, nobody in their right mind is going to say they're addicted to weed or stay idle. We all perfect. We we all perfect in our own. We all perfect in our own heads. No one's gonna sit there and say I'm addicted to weed. They're gonna say no. I have control over it. That's what Eddie. We that's what we we do as humans. No, we, we're not. We don't think we're hypocritical. We I tell Tommy, I'm a hypocrite. Not like in a really big way, but there's things that I do that I would get mad if somebody. It's in little things, but I'm just really honest and vulnerable. I'm like, yo, I'm a hypocrite in some ways. I got pride. I got all these things, but most people aren't going to say I'm addicted to weed. That is not. But check this out. Who's going to say they're addicted to something? No one wants to be an addict. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the most interesting thing about this is, though, like you said, well, if somebody comes up to you, what are you going to say? What Chris is going to say and what you're going to say and what Lucas is going to say and what I'm going to say is going to be different. We're all Christians, but where God is dealing with us in our journey our answers are going to be different, unfortunately. Now, it would really mess somebody up if that one person came and asked all four of us in the same day, in the same week, right? <laughs> but, but the person that asked you may not even know and not even ask Chris. And the person that asked Chris may not even know or ask you. And God, if we think that he's ordaining everything, is the one that opened those doors up to speak to the people that they spoke to. But you don't believe in leading people astray? You don't think that's a thing we could do? Like I, lead somebody astray? Because it's pastors that. out here who are literally, like, I know people keep saying, like, don't speak for God. Yes, that's what we're called to do. We're his hands and feet. We are, we're, we're called to speak on behalf of God. We're not called to just go with society, what they tell and say, and be like, no, God is going to judge me for that. I don't care if y'all mad at me on the internet. When I, when I meet God on Judgment Day, he's going to say, Aaron, did you lead people astray or towards me? That's my job is to try to lead people towards Christ. If you get mad at an opinion, I'm sorry, but y'all know my heart. I, I, I got to speak truth, though, how I see it. And if I'm wrong or in error, I have brothers that will correct me. But can't no one tell me that I can't speak for God. That's exactly what I'm doing. Where it gets wrong speaking. Well, no, real quick. When it gets wrong speaking for God is when you start saying stuff like Trump's going to be president. Thus says the Lord. That's when you're in error. When you're saying, thus says the Lord, God said, this is, I'm just going off what I think the Bible says. 
and giving my most accurate depiction. When we start talking about future events and what's going on currently, smoking weed didn't just happen today. It didn't just happen today. It's been a thing. So to me, when you're in error, trying to speak for God is when you're trying to speak of things to come or what God wants to do in America. That's when you got to chill, homie. But I am called to be God's hands and feet to my best ability. And when I am wrong, I cor- I'll come on here and be like, you know what? I see it differently now. But can't no one... Can't no one... Y'all hear me? Can't... Go, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, can't, can't no one tell me that I can't speak my truth for how I feel God. God's hey. Awesome. We good? Yeah, Jay, you go. Jay, you go. Okay. Uh, the only question I was going to ask you is, you know, I, when you're saying, oh, speak for God and different things like that, when somebody's came and asked you a question like that, have you ever said, yo, let me pray about it, and then I'll get back to you? When someone asks me about sin? Yeah. Here, nah, I, I never I, I never say, let me pray about it. If, God, if someone asks me, like, hey, what should I do? I'll say, hey, what, what do you think God is telling you? In different situations, huh? Why don't you do that with the weed? Because they're asking me a direct question. I'm with that. They they they, they want to see if I'm gonna shrivel up or just stay or stand on what I believe. They tested me, so you I'm like, testing you? Yeah, people, people. You know how many times my homies done offered me a blunt in Atlanta? Like, hey, they they want to see are you about this Christian life or not? They're testing me to see how authentic and real my walk is. I could tell when I said, hey, yo, Aaron, come hit this. They, 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 they tested me to see how authentic my walk with Christ is. Take it and mail it to me. Take it and mail it to me and we'd be, <laughs> we'd be good. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to fix my mic cord. I got to get a new one. But yeah, I, be, I was ranting, but like, nah, because yeah. I, I feel like I had to get it off my chest that people feel like I, I shouldn't be able to speak about what I think God is saying. Like, or what he already said. Like that's nah, that's that's booty backwards. That's booty backwards. That's what we're literally called to do. That there's that's people good. that that follow me on Facebook or on Instagram in real life. They they might never step foot in the church. They might never step foot in the church. The only time they might hear the gospel or might hear about how God sees them is maybe them coming on my Facebook. So I don't take that lightly. So when it comes to topics like this, I try to err, I try to err more on the side of like, hey, I don't judge you, but I don't know if God cool with that. So when they if they do end up getting saved, they're going to end up doing that walk with God themselves. But if they not saved, I feel like it's better to be like, hey, I don't judge you, but I don't think God cool with that. Because when they get on this side, if they do come, then they'll start walking that journey of if they get convicted or if they don't. But I would just. I would, I would rather err on the side of, hey, bro, it's a sin, instead of telling people it's not. And then I see them and like, you just over there telling everybody, just go do what you want. You know what I'm saying? I, just, I guess I would rather err on the side of over here because I don't want to get judged for leading people astray. I don't think I can get lead somebody astray by saying, God's not cool weed. To me, right. that's not leading somebody astray. Right. That's yeah. them saying, oh, that was just my opinion. And I could be wrong, but I'd rather be wrong about saying God didn't like something than just telling people God liked it or didn't care about it. That makes sense. But no, yeah. I don't think nobody is even saying that, though. Like, that that's great what you said. Yeah. I, me, or, me or Chris is not saying, oh, God, God likes it. But we're also not saying that God is mad at it either. 
My only point is God can be dealing with you about a different situation than that. That, that is my point. And it is a possibility that he may never speak to you about that because he is working with you on something else. That's it. But your personal experiences shape the way you speak to people. The reason say that, say that again. Know, say that again. Your, your personal experiences shape the way you speak to people. That's why you're so passionate or were so passionate. You said you're kind of softening a little the bit. The devil tried to take me out when I was right. high. That's why I'm so like, right. you're trying to take me out, bro, but multiple but times. You're speaking, but you're speaking to someone like me who hasn't had a situation like that. You know what I'm that's saying? Real. That's real. I've that's had real. a situation where I've been on some weed and it, it, I've been, you know, I've heard the voices and I made sure never to get that again, right? <laughs> because as Chris said, all weed is not created equal. <laughs> your personal experiences that that's the way you're going to speak to people based off of your personal experiences with Christ no they say we can't hold believers to standards we, we hold yes yeah, I'm gonna say bro anyone who's not a Christian watching this I'm not telling you you're going to hell I'm not telling you God hates you we're not saying any of that you were just listening to a Christian conversation that we would have in private in public you can chew the meat and spit out the bones. Pause. Whatever. If you smoke weed and you do that, fine. This conversation is if you ever decide to come over to the other side, these are the conversations we have. I've never seen people in the world argue about weed. I've never seen them argue about <laughs> masturbation. They haven't argued about weed. They don't argue about masturbation. They don't argue about premarital sex. These are Christian arguments. He's a Christian. He's a Christian. I said pause because I said, never mind. I'm not going to repeat what I said. You said pause because you said, chew the meat and spit out the bone. Yeah. I dropped, my, I dropped my phone and it fell across the room. So I'm pretty sure PV been telling me to wrap up for like 20 minutes now. <laughs> but yeah. this conversation has been so good. I want to yeah. I wanna, I wanna end it with everyone's final statement. So, so Lucas, if you could talk to the unbelievers, I feel like more unbelievers, what would you, what would you say to them about... Um, about this topic, what would you be saying? Like your words of encouragement for anybody who is struggling, maybe with mental health, and weed is the thing that that helps them. To the unbelievers, you said. To the unbelievers, um, I would say um, that what you think is helping you, the weed, it might actually be hindering your growth in multiple areas, including your mental health. Now, I'm not. Like, I know mental health is a real serious thing, so I'm not trying to tell them, like, it's not helping you. But, like, I was very surprised when I stopped smoking weed, the amount of – because I was smoking every day, all day, like, from the time I woke up till it was knocking me out at night. So um, – but I was very surprised to see the kind of mental clarity that came a week off weed. Uh two weeks off weed, a month off weed, I was like, oh my gosh, like something I really thought I needed weed to like tame my thoughts kind of like and get them to like funk. Like I thought I needed it to like help me be a better person. So like I would encourage the people who maybe are smoking a lot of weed because it feels like it just it feels good and it's it feels like how you're supposed to feel to maybe try like and see that the the distance from it might actually bring some clarity um but then also i would say to the unbeliever that you should give god a chance give jesus a chance to fill 
that void because I feel like a lot of us are filling that void with weed that God wants to fill. So to the unbeliever, I would say try taking a break from it and see if you get some like boosted mental clarity. And then also like try to seek God and I believe you'll feel his presence and I'll believe, you know, that he wants to fill that void for you. That's real. So Chris, I'm asking you, yeah. what would be your, that's real, Lucas. Keep it. That's good. What would you say to the believer that love getting high? What, what would you say to them? What would, what, what would be your final words to the believer that smokes? Cause they out there. They, they not going to comment, but they out there. They everywhere. I know they out there. Pretty much what I would tell believers is this right here. Who loves to smoke and who loves to get high. Don't allow anything, any ailment to take you out of your mindset or you can't focus and you can't truly think clearly, all right? Because when when you're not thinking clearly, you're in a dangerous position because so many different things can happen to you. You get into car wrecks, you could turn around and, and, and lose relationships, lose your life. Um, you want to stay in a place where you're sober and you can think clearly and you can focus on what you're doing, all right? And that's pretty much what I would say. Like I said, I, I'm gonna be consistent throughout this whole conversation i'm gonna speak where the bible speaks and be silent where the bible is silent hey you know what i'm saying be sober-minded period all right your final words as well uh jay to the people your final words who am i talking to am i talking to the unbeliever or am i talking to the to, to both you of them what? you talking to both of them my final oh, thought would be just come pause that, that stop <laughs> No, no, I'm serious, though. I'm being serious. But I, I felt I had to, you know. But no, that would be my... Just come, man. Got to separate the wheat from the tares. Don't worry about it. Period. So, you know, just come and, you know, he'll do, he will do what he feels is best for you. To the person that loves getting high, to the uh, that is a Christian, to the person that's just smoking recreationally, that's not a Christian. Just come and God will do the rest. That is... <laughs> My only step on this, my only stance. Amen, 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 amen. So, uh, Lucas, was that just my voice in the background? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. I, I sound chocolatey on this. I, I, I be sound chocolatey. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I've been trying to get my microphone jack to work this whole time while y'all was talking. I was stalling. All right, it's good now. So, yeah, my final statement, y'all, is like, I hope anybody watching this, like, they don't feel like judged. They don't feel uh, misunderstood. Um, we're we're not here making any light of like mental health issues. I understand mental health is a very real and prevalent thing. The enemy is out here. He's trying to he's trying to try, trying to steal and, and, and destroy. But like my my hope my hope for this conversation that people kind of like I'm saying like if you're not addicted, it's not for the people that are like. If you're not addicted, you should be able to take a break from it, whether it's 30 days, a month, a couple days. But, you know, when you don't have something, you start. I know I'm addicted to lemonade. You know why? Because when I don't have lemonade for a week, I start feeling antsy. I start feeling like, hey, wifey, what's going on? What's, what's, what's going on, wifey? What's going on? So I, I just want to encourage y'all that, like, bro, if you're not addicted, take a break. That, that'd be my challenge to y'all. If you're not addicted. If you don't depend on this thing, take a break. I go months without without Adderall, months, and I'm chilling. I'm good. So my 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 challenge to y'all, to the unbeliever and the believer, if you're not addicted, 
take a break. Could, could you do it? Could you do That's it? Good. And if you and if you not, then we can go back and have another conversation. But if you are addicted. That's a whole that's a whole nother conversation. So the people that struggle with mental health was bipolar, anxiety, depression, all that. And you smoke to, to to calm yourself and ease that pain. Like they were saying, I'm not here to tell y'all what to do. I'm not here to say God hates you and doesn't love you because God does. My heart is that just saying that I know a Jesus that can radically heal your pain, not for the moment, but like tangibly, like tangibly, Amen. tangibly. God could like heal you of that mental illness. You don't have to go your entire life wrestling with your thoughts, thinking about killing yourself. You don't have to stay that way. My encouragement that I know a Jesus that can change you. And I, I don't do this to preaching and all that. I'm just, I'm just letting y'all know that you're not alone. If one of the people, my inbox is always open. I'm not going to throw Bible verses at you. I, I, I can help you walk through some things. I could pray for you and I could walk with you through your, your trials and tribulations and all that. So, yeah, man, I just want to let y'all know, man, you're not alone. We all struggle with mental health, y'all. So I, I hope this conversation was fruitful. Uh, I hope this conversation, like, hit you in your core. Like I said, I hope nobody is upset with me. If you are, I'm sorry. You know I keep that same energy or not. So, uh, yeah, that's signing out. That's episode eight. Let's talk about a podcast. Please follow me on Instagram. Let's underscore talk about pod, all that, uh, breakthecyclegear.com, all that. So we signing out. It's episode eight. Next week, we coming back, y'all. It's your boy Aaron Patterson. You did. Hold up. Wait up a minute. Yeah, y'all thought I- Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk About a Podcast. Where no question is too dumb and no conversation is too deep. I'm your host, AP. Let's agree to disagree and keep that same energy. Hold up. Wait up a minute. Y'all thought that was finished.